getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. It's 18 past nine and at this time on a Saturday morning we chat to our wonderful Andre Flock and we look at conflict resolution. How do you deal with conflict? How do you resolve it without obviously having to go all the way to the top to the CCMA or in many other ways difficult ways, violent ways, and the like. And today we are looking at a fascinating topic, which is conflict resolution when it comes to social media. And fascinating, not fascinatingly, but interestingly, when Andre posted that yesterday on Twitter, on social media, the response was huge and quite formidable, which makes one think that there is something here. Andre, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Andre, you sent me a, a selection of points about the conversation for today. And one of the things you quoted was a guy called Arthur Brooks who talks about social media platforms as contempt machines. What does he it's mean quite, by that and what do you mean by that? I think, I think it's quite fitting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we, we, most, most of these um, social media interactions are um, designed that way. We, we, we are customers, even though we don't always understand it. Um, the, the, the research shows that, that we, we live in a culture of contempt, and this is, this is driven by, by social media, and it's made worse by social media. Um, of course, there are different uh, reasons for, for using social media, but but a stroll through Twitter um, will show you that um, people, you know, there's a lot of contempt out there. So let's talk about what that contempt is. It's been described by some as cancel culture. How do you think it's playing out and what is it about? The, the contempt comes from, from various directions. We are, on the one hand, we're being purposefully driven apart by, by political agendas. Um, it, it, it simply serves certain agendas to to have conflict, to have fear, to have um, dissension, and, and and what better way to drive that but through through social media, the the old way of of discussing things around social events. Why do we need that if we can reach thousands and millions of people? Um, last year's U.S. election showed us that we we find that in our own backyard. Um, Open any social media application today. Twitter is, is maybe the worst or the best example. Um, Andres, it's, it's actually there to divide us into into silos, and, so and and it works. You talk about it being there to divide us into silos, and I'm interested in that because one could say, well, actually, there's nothing wrong with people having a difference of opinion, and that's absolutely correct. So, how does it then divide into silos? Firstly, the, the technology works that way. Um, we, we, the, the algorithms show us who to follow. Uh, mm. People who, people who think like us. We are, there's a not too subtle pressure on us not to speak to those people, not to be polite to those people, those different people, the people who see things differently, people who vote for X party while we, the good people, vote for Y party. Um, so, so there's all sorts of ways where where we end up often unwittingly in, in, in our own little silo, speaking to, to people like us, people who think like us. And then, of course, we, we marshal our forces and, and uh, on a daily basis we ride out against them, the bad people. This this is the division. This is the harm of social media where we've lost the, the, the skill of of having civil meaningful uh, discussions with, with people of different views. 
Um, we'll, we'll talk about later on. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that we speak to. There are harmful opinions out there, mm. uh, and, and we need to deal with that. But, but simply, there, there's a range of nuance that social media have have, have taught us to to lose, uh, to to disrespect. Um, we. How many? How often do you see a really meaningful exchange, respectful exchange of ideas on on a place like like Twitter? So let's talk about this idea of of toxic polarization, and I'm I'm interested in it. And the reason I'm interested in it is I often think that talk radio um, operates on the basis of a polarized question, and that polarized question would be. Do you believe in green or do you believe in red? So there's a yes or a no, and it's it's a polarized question. There's no sense of what are the differences, why should we uh, look at both of them, etc. Talk to us about that. I think this is where, where a lot of modern conflict becomes so unnecessary uh, and so harmful. Yeah. Um, uh, there's no need, but maybe radio has has a better reputation, and 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 maybe radio does it a, a bit better in 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 allowing space for dissension and in allowing views to be to be shared and aired uh, and and to stand on on, on its own feet. Um, social media is, is a very different place, especially Twitter with its limited character um, count. Mm. Um, we've lost nuance in the process. Uh, we we deal with these sound bites and they're right and they're wrong, and, and that's I suppose that's where uh, cancel culture comes in, and, and, and that's a topic on its on its own, I suppose. But we we, we deal in these absolutes. We we deal in right and wrong, right and wrong people, right and wrong groups, and and, and we're very very strict about that. It's it's it's, it's a form of, of fascism, some would say. Um, and, 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 and it's harmful. It, it really divides us. And that, again, our original point, um, it, it makes us so easy to divide us. So that divisiveness, how does one um, ensure that you don't simply make it worse? So you, you hear, read something on social media and you go, yes, so-and-so is an idiot, blah, 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 finished. And and like f- and follow. And, uh, yeah. Or, or, yeah. yeah. How, how do you make it worse? How do you make it better? Well, I, I think the the first question, and, and when we're done here, we should maybe all ask, when I go onto social media, do I make it worse? Do I, the, those terrible things that those other people do, am I guilty of them? Mm. Uh, and, and often that's a very uncomfortable little uh, discussion to have with yourself. Um, I, I think the, the, the research shows that social media can really be very harmful on a personal level, um, a psychological level, even even a physical level. And and if if you incline to to experience those negative uh, results, uh, I think you should limit your your, your exposure to to social media um, and, and simply not not play. Um, but then, on the other hand, um, there are those of us who, who believe that those voices of hate can't be allowed to simply go on and on, and that that they have to be dealt with. And, and if you are in that uh, camp where where you are okay to go out there and, and, and deal with those arguments, going to bare knuckle fighting, um, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then then we have a few different rules that that. that and, and, and ways of, of approaching that. So let's start off with the um, 
the first one, and we, if we don't finish today, I'm very happy to take this into next week because I think it's an important topic. So let's start off with if you feel that you can't take, as I said, I mean, it's a bit of a metaphor, but the bare knuckle fighting of social media, what are the best ways to do that? I mean, you can block someone, you can, you could, as you say, just walk away because it is an addictive process as well. It, it is. Um, Brooks calls them uh, the, these people who divide us and, and who feed us these daily doses are, are political and social mess dealers. And I think that's very appropriate. Wow. Um, re- research shows that there are neurological similarities between um, the fix we get on social media and drugs. So it, it's not just always a... a a harmless little thing that you do on the couch while you watch the TV. Um, this really can influence, it can hurt you. It's as simple as that. Uh, and I'm not even talking about cancel culture or, or the weekly person who loses her or his job because of, of some silliness on, on Twitter. So uh, other than the, the, the technological tools, uh, the blocking, the uh, the muting, so on, um, it's also just a few common sense things such as limiting your time, telling yourself, being very strict on yourself, uh, spending no more than 10 minutes or two hours or whatever you're comfortable with per mm. day, per week. Um, then you can you, you can disengage. Um, don't get involved in, 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 in Twitter arguments. Um, some of these arguments are upset people and, and you have to, the first question is, why are you taking part in this discussion? If it's it not necessarily you. about yeah. you. It's about your political party or it's about your soccer team. or And, and here you are frothing at the mouth, unhappy, um, getting involved. Um, mm. Disengage from those. They're, they're not necessary. Life goes on without them. Go outside, take a walk, put down your phone. I, I mean, um, I would I would actually like to talk about, you said, let's not talk about it, but I'd love to talk about like someone who does something really stupid on social media. Uh, maybe it's not stupid. Maybe they're just responding without thinking immediately. And then the impact of that is, well, next thing you're head being headhunted and someone goes through your, your social media feeds and has a good look and says, oh, I'm not so sure we want this person in our, in our organization. A simple rule to get back to your, to your previous question flowing from this is, is that what I'm saying here, mm. what I'm doing, the, the groups I'm following, the, the discussions I'm having, if that w- was an annexure to my CV, would I be comfortable with that? And, and, and often the answer then is, oh, hell no. Um, there, there seems to be a perception that the things I say on Twitter and Facebook late at night is private, and, and they're hardly ever private. So um, mm. we, we, we get involved in, 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 in this bare-knuckle fight, but, but it, it does have wider consequences, and we should keep an eye on that. We've certainly got someone saying, I hope this is podcast. I need to send this to someone who must listen to this. <laughs> yes, we do broadcast uh, our interviews. It will take place uh, on podcast over the next week, iono.fm, iono.fm. And certainly you can find out more from Andre. Um, Andre, what's your conflict uh, resolution website again? We're not really interested in a website yet. We, we've got social media platforms on, on all the big ones, yeah. and uh, that's where we run our, our interactions. So then I would say follow Andre on Twitter. It's, it's Andre underscore Flock, if I'm not 
mistaken. That's that's correct. And then um, we also oh. the the conflict resolution centre uh, is linked from there. So. Fantastic. We're going to take this conversation further next week because I know that there are serious rules to be engaged with. If you're going to go onto Twitter and play that game, then uh, go and. Uh, just learn a few of the rules. Next week, Andre will be talking to us. And just to give you that handle once again, it's flock underscore Andre, F-L-O-K underscore Andre on Twitter. And uh, fascinating stuff. And one of the things that uh, I've noted with Andre is that he has a lightness of being when he's on Twitter. And maybe we can talk to him about that as well. It's 9.30. Our light, Zai, Zai, Gabor.